Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. My Most Memorable Wimbledon A travel blog post written and narrated by Robert Fairhead from the Tall and True Writer's Website. My girlfriend and I had travelled all day to reach the small farming town of Neumarden in the northern Netherlands state of Friesland to visit the parents of an old housemate. But it was more of a reunion, as I had met Mr and Mrs B when they visited Sydney 18 months before we set off on our grand European backpacking tour. My mother liked you very much, Jan had assured me in Australia, handing me his parents' address, she will be pleased to see you. The bewildered look on Mrs B's face when she opened her front door indicated otherwise. Fortunately, Jan's multilingual brother Roll appeared and explained to his mother that the dishevelled backpackers on her doorstep were friends of Jan. Her shrug and shake of the head suggested we were not the first Australians to arrive unannounced with the same story. Nevertheless, Mrs B graciously invited us in, ushered us upstairs to a cosy bedroom and demonstrated the workings of the bathroom, and that night she treated us to a delicious dinner. With Roll's help and translation, Mrs B and I got back on a familiar footing over dinner. Showing her my less dishevelled passport photo also helped, and I attempted to gauge her interest in tennis. It was July 1987, and the day before, at an Amsterdam backpacker's hostel, I had watched Pat Cash beat Jimmy Connors in the Wimbledon semi-final. Will you be watching tennis tomorrow? I asked. Pat Cash, an Australian, is playing in the final at Wimbledon. Again, Mrs B looked bewildered. Tennis, Pat Cash, Wimbledon. And again, Roll translated on my behalf. Nay, Mrs B replied, boredom replacing her bewilderment. I nodded and smiled, but suddenly felt sick. I was weaned on Wimbledon, growing up in Australia. Year after year, I'd stayed up half the night to watch the finals on TV. And here I was in the Northern Hemisphere, able to witness the match in broad daylight for the first time, with an Aussie in the final, for goodness sake. And Mrs B wasn't interested in tennis. The next day, Mr and Mrs B and Roll took my girlfriend and me sightseeing. As much as I enjoyed the villages and dikes, I found my mind wandering to the Wimbledon Centre Court in the afternoon. But despite peering through quaint cottage windows, I didn't see a TV all day let alone catch any news of the Wimbledon final. And as I noted in my travel journal that night, it's the closest I hope I ever come to suffering withdrawal. The first thing the next morning, I tuned my Walkman radio to the BBC World Service and couldn't believe my headphones. Pat Cash had upset the world number one, Ivan Lendl, and won Wimbledon. I dashed downstairs to share the good news. Roll was out milking cows, so I resorted to sign language to explain to Mrs B that Pat Cash was the Wimbledon champion. I swung my arm over my head, simulating a serve, clenched my fists in a victory sign, gave thumbs up, and served again. Pat Cash, Australian, Wimbledon, tennis, champion, hurrah, I chanted, jumping up and down. A look of bewilderment creased Mrs B's face for the third time. I knew she was thinking... What is this mad Australian trying to say to me? And then, suddenly, her face lit up with understanding. Mrs B said something to me in Frisian, 
swung her hand over her head, smiled and nodded. Yes, I replied, matching her broad smile, proud we'd breached our language and culture barrier, and that she had understood my news about Wimbledon. Mrs B nodded again, and then disappeared for a few minutes, before returning with two badminton rackets and a shuttlecock. I fixed my smile, thanked Mrs B, took the rackets and shuttlecock, and went outside to find my girlfriend. Don't ask, I said, handing her a racket. Let's just play badminton. Mrs. B waved at us through the kitchen window. I smiled, waved back, and hit the shuttlecock to my girlfriend, who swung and missed. Fifteen, love, I called out with a thumbs up to Mrs. B. She returned my smile, and I served again. I missed seeing Pat Cash win the world's premier grass court tennis title in 1987, but thanks to Mrs. B and our translation attempts, it became my most memorable Wimbledon. Hi, I'm Robert Fairhead from Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writer's Website. I shared my most memorable Wimbledon, originally titled Wimbledon Lost in Translation, on Tall and True in September 2018, drawing on my memories and travel journal entries from my trip to Neumarden in the northern Netherlands state of Friesland with my girlfriend in 1987. I had got on well with Jan's mum when I met her in Sydney and was pleased that she'd like me too, as Jan had assured me when giving his parents' address. But the look of bewilderment on Mrs B's face at her front door was likely only matched by my poorly masked disappointment that I wouldn't be watching Pat Cash play in the Wimbledon final. I later explained to Mrs B, with Roll's help, that Cash had won Wimbledon and that instead of asking for badminton rackets and a shuttlecock, I tried to tell her this in the morning. Mrs B was embarrassed, but again with Roll's help, I reassured her that I would always remember 1987 as one of my favourite Wimbledons. I hope you enjoyed my most memorable Wimbledon. You can read Wimbledon Lost in Translation and all my short stories, blog posts and other writing at tallandtrue.com. You can also buy my short story collections from the Amazon Kindle, Apple Books and Kobo online bookstores. Links are available in the show notes. The next episode of Tall and True Short Reads will be in your podcast feed shortly. In the meantime, please check your feed or the podcast website, tallandtrueshortreads.com, for earlier episodes from seasons 1, 2 and 3. And follow or subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it via your favourite app. Doing so helps me share my storytelling. You can support this podcast financially by making a small one-off or regular donation via the ACAST supporter page. You'll find a link in the show notes. And finally, please tell your family and friends about Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writer's Website.